Our readings today challenge me, they challenge us, to recognize that being a disciple of Christ requires more of us than just lip service. It means living our lives in such a way that we radiate Christ's love for each other. It means we must realize that we are the salt, we are the light in what is oftentimes a tasteless and dark world. Our gospel tells us that we are the salt of the earth, but what does that actually mean? Well, in the ancient world, salt was a critical necessity. Salt was used to season, preserve, and purify food. Like salt, we are called to season, preserve, and purify others, thereby drawing out the flavor of God's love in the world. The call to discipleship is not a straight and simple path. Rather, it is complex and it's personal, and the actions of a disciple must be discerned. You see, our shared call to discipleship bonds us, yet we are put to use in seasoning God's message of love in many, many varied ways. Our gospel tells us you are the light of the world. A city set on a mountain cannot be hidden. Each member of the body of Christ offers their personal gifts, life, lives their callings. In essence, they season the gospel message in their own way. While it may be tempting to live our faith in private, Jesus likens this to hiding your lamp from a world desperately in need. To illumine the darkness and develop the world in Christ's light, Christians must engage in the work of the gospel, such as the works of mercy described by the prophet Isaiah in our first reading. Then and only then can our light break forth like the dawn. Like the dawn. My friends, for me, a dark time in my life came during the summer between my senior and junior year in high school. My father had a major stroke which ushered in the onset of senile dementia. Prior to this happening, I was your typical teenager. I was so full of myself that there wasn't much room for anything else. I took advantage of everything and took things for granted. God was not something that I had experienced or saw even as personal or intimate. My family really even didn't attend church regularly. If someone asked me what my religion was, I'd proudly say Presbyterian without fully understanding what that meant. Then my dad became sick. This strong man that had been the rock of my family crumbled. What was I supposed to do? My mom didn't work, and suddenly we had expenses coming at us from everywhere. It was then that light entered the darkness as I experienced the love of the Almighty through the numerous family and friends that came to our rescue. A knee-jerk reaction when something bad happens, when darkness enters our life, is to ask, why, God, did you let this happen to me? 
As a chaplain, I like to ask this question and redirect it in a different way. Where, God, are you in this? You see, my brothers and sisters, our God never promised us a perfect life. Bad things will and can happen to good people. God promised us that we would never be alone. Even in our darkest moments, our God is with us. When my dad became sick, my mom and I were never alone. It was through the love and actions of others that we were able to survive what was a very tragic turn of events for our little family. St. Teresa of Avila said this, Christ has no body but yours, no hands, no feet but yours. Yours are the eyes which he looks compassion on this world. Yours are the feet with which he walks to do good. Yours are the hands with which he blesses all the world. Yours are the hands, yours are the feet, yours are the eyes. You are his body. Christ has no body but yours, no hands, no feet on earth but yours. Yours are the eyes with which he looks compassion on this world. Christ has no body now on earth but yours. My friends, this means being Christian means more than just giving lip service. It means more than just attending Mass for one hour each weekend. It means, as St. Francis said, to preach the gospel every day and use words only when necessary. It means to live freely as God intended us to. True freedom doesn't mean doing what you want to do when you want to do it. True freedom means doing what you ought to do when you ought to do it. When we use the talents and gifts that our Lord has given us for the betterment of ourselves and others in the world, we add flavor. We help to season the dish, if you will. We bring light into darkness. In effect, we become Eucharist for each other. We make the body of Christ present. At the end of Mass, the priest or deacon will conclude the service by saying, go in peace, glorifying the Lord by your life. My friends, these words are not meant to be taken lightly. Why, you might ask? Well, it's quite simple. You might just be the first gospel, perhaps the only gospel someone ever reads.